neighbor a high five and you may be seated. Come on, somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, turn to me to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Amen. There's, there's so many things that, that we've been talking about this, uh, this month. We've been talking about, amen, uh, is there not a cause? And, and we, we see that, that, that there is a cause and, and, and uh, there's a purpose, there's a reason, amen, why we rise up and we do what needs to be done. And I, I feel that this, this, this night, amen, I, I've been studying, I've been going over a lot of things here. And God really tugged in my heart. God really tugged in my heart as, as I got into the book of 1 Samuel. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 8. 1 Samuel chapter 8. I, I want to talk about tonight on uh, be careful for what you ask. Be careful for what you ask. How many of you, amen, uh, ask for something, amen, and all of a sudden it's not what you asked for or what you thought it was? Ended up becoming something totally different and totally, you know, out of character or out of sync. And you're like, wow, you know, how did this happen? And so sometimes we have to be careful for what we ask for. Careful for what we pray for. Careful for what we say. And so I want to really quick look at 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 1. And I want to read this. It says, now it came to pass when Samuel was old. That he made his sons judges over Israel. The name of his firstborn was Joel, Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. There, whatever. Hello, somebody. There were judges, but his sons did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel and said to him, Look, you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now make us, now make us a king to judge us like all the nation. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, heed the voice of the people and all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. Father, thank you for your presence that's in this house, God. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us and give us a revelation of your word. Cause us to hear and to receive from you, Father God, tonight. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. I, I, I need you to understand here that, that some things were taking place and some stuff was happening and, and God's people were, were too busy focusing on a lot of other things than focusing on what they had. See, a lot of times you can get to a place in your life where you feel that you don't have nothing or you feel like everybody has everything and you don't got nothing. You got stuck with the wrong guy. Hello, somebody. You got stuck with the wrong girl. You know, you got stuck with the bad kids. Hello, somebody. Amen. You got stuck in a dead end job or you, you, you start looking, amen, and, and you don't stop to see how blessed you really are. You don't stop to see how much God loves you and how much he cares for you. Come on, somebody. That you miss you miss out on a celebrating and rejoicing 
with the woman you got, with the man you got, with the job you got, come on somebody, amen, with the car you got, with the house you got, with the apartment you got, amen, with the, with the rag, the, with the rag, what do you call it, uh, the kids you got, I call them, what do you call them, baby, rugrats, thank you, I'm saying it backwards, amen, rugrats, and, and so sometimes we can forget that. Amen. Sometimes we can get caught up in all this stuff. Here was the people, and these people were really tripping. Imagine they said these words, give us a king to judge me so they can judge me. That's some weird stuff. You know, you get weird, amen. You know, uh, give me someone who can whip me. Hello, somebody. Somebody who can beat me, amen. Give, give, give me somebody amen, who can tell me that I'm doing wrong or doing right. They, they really tripped. They had lost consciousness of how blessed they were. They had the king above all kings. They had the greatest. They had the, oh my God. They were blessed off their socks, but they couldn't see it. Mm, mm, mm. They couldn't see how blessed they were. Sometimes, amen, we can't see how blessed we are. Sometimes we can't see how much God has blessed us and how much God loves us sometimes. That we lose sight of it. We lose sight of certain things. We lose sight of, amen, uh, of the, I remember me and my wife when, when we, we, we first started in the ministry and, and we were, I was full time for a couple years before we got married, but when we got married, I didn't have nothing. I didn't have much. And I, 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 I had a hamburger, amen, and we would drink a cup of water and cut it in half, amen, before we ate. I don't know how I got swolled up, but praise the Lord, amen. Back in days, I was skinny. Thank you, Jesus, have mercy. But what I'm saying is we were grateful. I had a, I had a car with my, 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 remember my dots in my car? It was, I, I, when I got with it, I said, God, babe, I got blessed with a new car. She came outside, the car was all falling apart. That's new. It was new to me. That car had, his, had a built-in heater from the bottom. Had a hole in the bottom, amen. A car, but hey, Richard, did that car go fast? It went fast. We beat a lot of people in that car. We beat a lot of new cars. We beat everybody in that car. We had so many, but it was new too. I loved that car. My wife looked at me like, that's loco. But I was happy with what I had. I was grateful for what God gave me. Come on, somebody. Amen. I, I want you to show you something here as, as we get into some things really quick. As I look at this here, the people said this thing. I want you to look at verse 5. It says, and said to him, look, you are... You are old and your sons did not walk in your ways. They were focusing on the men that were in charge there. And these men that were in charge, they weren't functioning wholly. They weren't functioning in a full capacity. They weren't functioning the way they should. And so they focused more on the man than they did in God. And sometimes you can focus on man and get lost, amen, and lose sight of who God is. And they were focusing on this, that they begin to even begin to judge the prophet. Well, you're too old now. And they begin to look at him and put him down. And they begin to say stuff to him. Here's a man who loved them, who took care of them, who helped them. And all of a sudden, they, they, they said these words, I need you to catch us. I need you to catch us tonight, church. Now, make us. A king to judge us like all the nations. They were the only people who didn't have a king in the flesh over them. Everybody else had kings and everybody else people reigning, reigning over them. But they didn't. 
They were brought out of captivity. Now you have to, you have to listen to what I'm going to say to you right now. They already knew what it was to be under a king. But they forgot what it was to be under a king. How many know sometimes you can forget how bad that devil is to you? Come on, you can forget how bad he is sometimes. You're like, oh, I'll just go back to the world. How many, how many ever got weird? So, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. And you're like, what are you? the devil's going to treat you like he taught you before. No love. And so he, here we go, and here, here we go, and he says these words, and he, and he lays this stuff out. And so I need you to understand, you need to think about what you're asking for. You need to think about what you're asking for and what you're saying. They didn't. They didn't think. And all of a sudden, church, it hit in verse 6. But the things displaced Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. Here is the prophet. The man that God had there that was using him, amen, to, to go and to prophesy and to speak life into them and to help them and to encourage them and to speak into them whatever God told him to do. And here he is, and he got offended. He got hurt, and he was like, my God, what's wrong with these people? Don't they know that they're God's chosen people? Don't they, they, are they forgetting that, that who their God is, that he's the king of kings and the lords of lords? Are they forgetting that he's the great I am? He's the great physician? He's the great healer? He's the great provider? He is Yahweh? Church, sometimes when you forget who he is, you start asking and saying things that you don't really think, thinking about. Church, all of a sudden, after the offense leaves the prophet he corrects the man of God himself even God and the Lord said to Samuel heed the voice of the people he tells him hey 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 listen to what they said catch this part in all that they say to you for they have not rejected you but they have rejected what me man that I should not reign over them. He's saying, hold on. He goes, they're, they're not rejecting you as a prophet. Because they didn't say, give me a prophet to judge me. They didn't say, give me a prophet to come and judge me. They say, give me a king to judge me. He's saying, they didn't, they didn't reject you. They're rejecting me. Here he is, God speaking to the man of God. He said, no, 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 get this to your thick head. They're rejecting me. The one who heard them when they were in captivity, the one who heard them, amen, and brought, amen, heaven to them and blessed them, who gave them manna, who gave them lightning, excuse me, who gave them shade, who gave them fire. I'm the one who took care of them in the wilderness. I'm the one who was there for them. They're, 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 they're forsaking me. Hello, somebody. You know, a lot of times that we don't really know how much we push away from our blessing. Sometimes we're pushing away from more of our blessing than we can ever imagine. We think it's something else, but it's really we're pushing away from God. Our blessing. The one who's our blesser. The one who takes care of us. Come on, somebody. Amen. How do we push away? We, we say the wrong things. We do the wrong things. Church, this is the thing that hit me. This is the thing that hit me the most. When you and I forget what he's done. 
How many have ever forgot about what he's done for you that you started thinking weird? And, and you started forgetting how, 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 how much you are blessed. And so much, he's saying this, this is what I need you to catch. And, and it, just, it, just, it, just, it just really blew my mind. I was telling my wife, I was sitting there sharing with her the other day. I said, man, this is, just, this is really, this is too much. This is too much here. I've read this over and over and seen it, seen it over and over. But just the way it brought it out. He says, they have not rejected me, but that, excuse me, that you have rejected me, that I should not reign. This is what he says, that I should not reign. Reign means to govern, to take care of, to come over them like a chicken. Does he care comes over the babies? In other words, to comfort, to strengthen, to nourish, to judge, to love, to speak life into, to protect. He says, they don't, they, don't, they don't want that from me. They don't want, imagine, they don't want that from the, the God that can do anything. From the God that can do the impossible. From the God that can speak out of a burning bush. From a God that can split the Red Sea. Come on, somebody. From a God that can talk through a donkey. <laughs> if you forget God can speak through a donkey, look to your neighbor. Amen. Hey, come on, somebody. Amen. He, they, they forsook the blessing after blessing, the miracle after miracle. They have forgotten, church. Because why? Because they're focusing on all the three bad things out of all the hundred blessings that are coming to them. You know, sometimes we, we, we focus on the bad that we stop looking at the good. We're in church and we're sitting here right now and like, oh my God, it's hot in here. What about the new chairs, the new paint, the new light, the new sound? We, we, we focus, we're so focused on the bad. We're so focused on being negative. We're so focused on pointing out the worst that sometimes we lose out on seeing the good. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering. Amen. The verse 8, he says these words. He says, according to all the work which they have done since the day. Now, listen carefully. Since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day. Now, I'm not going to read that. I got to read that again. My God. That I should not reign over them according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day. Here, here's God reminding God, my God, these people are too much. God is reminiscing on what he's done. Amen. With, with which they have forsaken me and served other gods, so they are doing to you also, my God. Look, 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 look at verse, I just got to go to verse 9. Now, therefore, heed their voice. He's saying, listen to them. However, you shall solemnly forewarn them. He's wanting to go, I want you to warn them about what type of king and what a king does. He says, he goes, warn them and show them the behavior of the king who will reign over them. Now, forewarn them, in other words, remind them again. Amen. Tell them ahead of time what they're going to get with that king. Amen. He's saying, tell them the consequences 
Tell them the trouble they're going to be faced with. Amen. Tell them what's going to happen. Tell them what's going to take place. But how many know we, we, when we make up our mind, we are stubborn? I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I don't care. What, no, I'm going to leave. Whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Don't you know that guy you're leaving with? He's worse than a hood rat. Can I, can I, can I speak the truth? Can I, can I, can I shame the devil? So right if I shame the devil, anybody want, anybody, anybody want to hear the lie or want to hear the truth? I can lie to you all day. Like the devil. I can tell you the truth. Amen. This is, this is what happens in today's culture and today's life. Now listen to what I'm about to tell you. Sometimes we get forewarned. And it's still, well, you know, I'm just going to learn my way. I'm going to learn the hard way. I don't know about you, man, but I'm tired of learning the hard way. Come on, I'm tired of, le- I'm tired of getting, you know, don't touch the stove, it's hot. Why do we do that? Anybody know why we do that? We just, I'm going to spend hours. Don't touch that. Amen. It, 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 it. Bro, that thing stinks, we're too much, man. We're too much. I love that commercial about those two raccoons that are in the trash can. Hey, bro, this thing stinks. Man, try it, man. Oh, oh yeah, for real, it does, huh? We're too much. We, we, we're too much. We're too much. Here's God telling the prophet, go warn them what they're going to get. Now, listen to what they're going to get, my God. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who asked for a king. And he said, this will be the behavior of the king, guys. This, this is scary, man. This, this, this is scary. He's still going to tell them the behavior. He's going to tell them what they're going to get. He's going to tell them how much it's going to damage their marriage, their children, their family, their finances, their life, everything. He's going to tell them everything, church. All because they said, give us a king. All because they were asking for this stuff. Because they pushed away the blessing. They forgot about it. They didn't want to listen to the consequences, church. And he said, this will be the behavior of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for his own chariots and to be his horsemen, and some will run before the chariots. He will appoint captains over those thousands and captains over his fifties. And he will he was set some to plow his ground and reap his harvest and some to take his weapons of war and equipments of his chariots. Now listen, he will take your daughters to be performers, cooks, and bakers. And he will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves. Give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and your vineyards and give to his, off, his officers and servants. And he will take your male Servants, your female servants, your finest, your young men. Now, when, when he's talks, when he's, when he, my lord, man, this is this is a lot, guys. This is this is this is too much, man. Take your donkeys, put them to his work. He will take a tenth of your sheep, and he will make them his servants. And you will cry out in the day because of your king, whom you have. Chosen for yourselves. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Man. My question to you. What are you 
crying out to be a king in your life? What are we, what are we using to push away from God? This is a scary thing, man. This is scary, guys. This is scary. These people were warned. You go back to this, man, you might not make it. You might not live. You go back to that, it might not work out, man. This might happen. This might take place. I've heard that when I got saved, when I gave my life to the Lord. I, I, I've heard that. People that I've known, they told that too. Some never came back from that. Some never woke up from that. Some people today are, are, are in the cemetery because some are in prison right now. Some, some are paralyzed right now because, of, because they were warned. And the forewarning, they did not receive it. This is a scary thing here, church. Heavy consequences. Heavy consequences for pushing away your king. Heavy consequences for thinking it's better on the other side. Heavy consequences to think, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll just, you know, just one more time. Heavy consequences to not to heed to God. And he tells them this, church, and this is the most dangerous thing. Nevertheless, verse 19, the people refuse to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, no, but we will have a king over us. Wow, guys. That will also may be like all the nations and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. My God. That not only that he would judge us, but, but that he would also fight for us. What do you think God is doing for us? He is fighting for us. He is on our side. He come on somebody. He's our God. He is our king. But the Bible says, amen, that he'll fight the battle for us. Don't let us not get confused. Let us not get twisted in the middle of trials, in the middle of difficulties, in the middle of the stuff that we see sometimes that don't make sense. Don't get twisted. Don't allow yourself, amen, to push away the blesser. Don't allow yourself to go into a place you don't belong. Amen. You're a drummer. What are you doing trying to play the guitar? You want to play you don't belong. You don't know how to play with those strings. You're trying to play those strings like a guitar, like a, like a drum set. You and I, when we stop seeing him as the king of kings and the lords of lords, church, we start seeking for ourselves. We start seeking for ourselves the wrong things, the wrong stuff. You start seeking for the wrong thing, the wrong times, the wrong places. And you find yourself like these people saying, give me someone to judge me. Give me someone to fight for me. Church, verse 21 says, And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he repeated them in the hearing of the Lord. So the Lord said to Samuel, heed their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said to the man of Israel, every man go to his city. He said, don't worry about it. We're going to do this. They had somebody fighting for them. They had somebody who's been taking care of them. They had somebody who's been hearing them. They've had somebody who's been there for them. 
Come on, somebody. But when you start going through things, church, doesn't God feel far away? He feels far away. When you're going through stuff, it seems like you're alone. When stuff is happening to you and there's no one around, you seem like you're by yourself going through a trial that seems endless. Falling like in a pit that has no bottom. And you're going, and you're going, and you're going, and you're just saying, if I just only get back on my feet, if I can just only do this, if I can only do that, you're really saying, God, give me something to get me back on my feet because you can't do it for me. God's saying, stop crying out for all these other things. Stop crying out for another king and cry out to the king that's right in front of you this whole time. The king that's been with you this whole time. This whole time. He said, I left you, don't forsook you. He said, He loves you and He cares for us. Amen. That's something great that regardless of what we do, what we've done, He cares for us, man. That, that's something powerful. Come on, somebody. That's something powerful. Even God Himself was trying to get these people to turn from their ways. Don't, he was trying to get them, don't do that. He says, Warn them, man. Warn them. Foretell them what's going to happen to them. Tell them how they're going to get back into that slavery they were in once. How they were back in bondage. How they were treated. How they lost everything. How they were thrown into pits and how they were fed into animals. Remind them how bad it was. How they lost their kids, their loved ones. Church, sometimes when we think we're protecting our family, we're end up hurting them the most. When we, we I got to say this one. A sinner put them in the hands of God. We put them in the hands of all these other kings. Man, you didn't catch that. You didn't catch that. Instead of really laying our kids, our loved ones, before the king of kings, we lay them, we lay them down through all these different programs. We lay them down through all these different weird things. And then later on, we find out how much damage has happened to them. I've talked to so many kids and so many different stuff. Sometimes it's scary with the stuff that I hear. Because Why? Because they say, give us a king because the king that I have right now is not taking care of me. It's a false illusion. Sometimes it's a false illusion. Sometimes we just go through stuff really bad. Can we be honest? We go through stuff really bad that sometimes we miss the mark. As a pastor, as a pastor, I've missed the mark. As a leader, I've missed the mark. As a husband, I've missed the mark. As a son, I've missed the mark. But nobody wants to admit to themselves they missed the mark. And so then they can't get better. They can't get healthier. They can't get stronger. I'm challenging you this morning. Don't lie to yourself. Stop saying, give us a king to help me with my marriage, help me with my kids, help me with my finances. But use the one you already got. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Cry out to the one you already got. Don't push him away. In our own weird way, we, we, push, we push God away in our own weird way. You know, when there's times to, time is prayer time. We have, there's prayer time. We have a prayer event. Nobody comes. You're pushing him away. You're asking God to help you. God says, okay, let me, put you, let me lock you all together with people that can pray. And nobody shows. 
We're asking God, God, I need a breakthrough financially. God said, okay, well, let me give an opportunity. Let me give them to buy a chair so they can get blessed. And they miss the opportunity. They push it away. Oh, you don't, you're not, you don't want to, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear what I'm about to close up with. You're asking for love, and they boost you on a level right in front of you. El mas feo, hello, somebody. Understand this, God works in ways that, is, that are just, help me, Jesus. But he's working to help us to understand that he's there for us. Come on, somebody, amen, that he's there for us. I want you to stand with me tonight, church. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I got, I, got, I got two beautiful daughters. Every head about every eye close. I hate to lose them to a king of this world. To something that will try and come in and rob them. Yeah, just because you're saved doesn't mean nothing. Just because you're born again doesn't mean anything, church. have to make sure you get those kids to know what it is to fear God I was studying been studying they've been studying this stuff and this stuff has been blowing my mind these things they've been showing me about curses and blessings and how everything begins by the fear of the Lord and how curses come because of because of not fearing God no more that is dangerous there's a lot of things that we can lose to kings of this world strongholds of this world refuse to be a statistic refuse to lose what you have refuse to lose what God's blessed you with it's time that God's people stand up and says no you're my king I need no other king. You're my king. You're the king of kings. You're the lords of lords. God, I, I recognize you. I acknowledge you. I thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do, God. I'm here today to say I will not let nothing get in my way from you being who you are. And my, I refuse. I refuse to bow down to all this other stuff. I refuse to give in to logic. I refuse to give in to my trouble, to my pain, to my situation. I refuse. And I'm going to give it to my healer, my provider, my strength, my savior, my love, my God. That's you tonight. You're saying, that's me, Pastor. I need to get everything back to my God, to my king. I refuse to have any kings take part in my life. If that's you tonight, I want you to come. The altars are open right now. Come. Come now, now. Come and protect what you have. Come and fight for what you have. Come and fight for your family, your loved ones. Come and battle. Come and acknowledge the king in your life. Come and cry out to your Abba Father. Come cry out to your Lord, your God. Your friend. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we worship you, Lord. Father, we exalt you, God. Lord, we need you, we need you, we need you, God. We love you, God, we love you, God. Thank you for saving us, for delivering us. God, thank you, God, for changing our minds and our hearts, oh God. God, thank you, God, for bringing us, Father God, out of darkness into this light. you've done. Thank you to know, God, that you, we are blessed. Regardless of what we have, regardless of what's taking place, regardless of the struggles, God, that we are blessed. We are blessed going in and going out. That we're the head and not the tail. That we are the lender, not the part, Father God. That we are overcomers, that we are mighty, and that greater he is in me than he that is in this world. That we refuse to give in to the kings of this world. Oh God, we need you. We need you more than ever. We need your strength. We need your touch. We need your wisdom. We need your peace. We need you, God. Now that Christmas is coming, now that a new year is coming, God, we don't want to end up, Mother God way we started. We want to end this year mighty and great, strong and knowing who we are in you, Father God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church. We're going to get a hold of them right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah.